0: We are the Knights of Awakening. So long as I draw breath in this life, I promise to serve this world responsibly with empathy, compassion, and grace. I have faith that what I am doing is right and just. I bring hope to every life that I touch through inspired and empowered involvement.
1: When called to action, I will employ courage in the face of adversity and always stand up for what is right. Being patient, find peace and insight in my trials. I will keep in mind justice, can bring terrible consequences for all involved, and that I also must employ mercy. When I can, I will be generous to my brothers, sisters, and strangers, for they are my
0: family. I strive strive to always be noble and respectful in all of my interactions in the world. Hello and welcome to the Knights of Awakening. We are your hosts, Charles and Justin, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Ch- Charles, are you with us?
1: I am here, Justin.
0: He is here. You guys don't want to know what I had to sacrifice to, uh, to countless deities to get him here today.
1: Well, that'd, be, that'd be quite a list.
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. This is our first episode together. Um, This is the Knights of Awakening show. It's been a while since I've said that. and It's been a while since any of you have heard that. Uh, I hope you liked the new intro music. Nobody does intro music better than Charles, of course. I don't know if you guys remember... Well, of course you remember it, because any time I used to put an archived Labyrinth show onto anything in the KOA... I made sure to include his 20 minute, uh, old school labyrinth, uh, labyrinth intro where he was, uh, introducing all the, all the virtues. He was, uh, I was riding on the chariot pulled by the two godly goats.
1: <laughs> it was, it was quite an epic story. I, I love it. So the, uh, I told some people just uh, tuned into the intro to listen to the story of the
0: introduction. I have the, uh, privilege and the pleasure of going through all of the archives. I have everything, most everything. We did uh, lose some stuff back in the day, but I have the pleasure and the privilege to, at times, go back through the archives on my computer and to see what I want to re-release and re-put out there for people, and uh, I always make sure to click that intro um, before I get started because it really jacks me up, so... Thank you, Charles, for putting that intro together for us. Uh, we will use it, and I love it. More than glad to Jeff. For these first couple episodes, we wanted to kind of redefine what it is, what a night of awakening is. What is the night of awakening about? We're on year twelve uh, as of the date of this recording uh, in 2021. It's been 12 years since we started, and. Kind of proper to go back through and kind of briefly talk about who we are, what we stand for, where we're coming from, and see what the future holds for us. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. We, it's been a wild ride, and we've grown quite a bit and went in a lot of directions that only tend to try to come back to the center line. I,
0: I want to kind of do something a little different for this. Uh, for this episode, this first one, um, because I, I want to start out with, uh, gratitude. And I want to, I want to thank the people who have helped get me to the point we're at right here. And, uh, I don't kind of put you on the spot, uh, but, uh, but it's important to me to do this first and foremost so we can start this thing, uh, off on the right foot. And that is, uh, love and gratitude but to my family. You guys have stuck with me while I have toiled and troubled uh, in this little tiny room that I'm recording this from uh, and other little tiny rooms <laughs> over the last 12 years. Um, all this KOA nonsense you guys, had to, you guys have had to put up with. Uh, I want to thank you for putting up with it and me. The KOA is as much yours as it is mine. Everything I've ever done in these past 12 years, everything I, I've done in hopes of being a better version of myself uh, not only for my benefit, but for yours as well. I love you all with all my heart. Uh, I have to say thank you to David, uh the one who not only had to listen to me try and sell him on this crazy idea uh, of starting a radio show, Um and I pitched it for hours, believe me, but to have the courage and the willpower to join me for many years, putting ourselves out there to the wolves and always having my back no matter how bad they bit us and for always having my back no matter what. Thank you for your insightful and thoughtful dialogue, for helping me see a different perspective. To Charles, our resident mystic and boxing coach, uh, man, you have been the rock that I have held on to all these years uh, when the storms were raging and the tides were rising and they were trying to drag me out to sea, uh, but you never gave up on me. We've always believed that we could come the, the great things that we can accomplish together when, uh, everybody else seemed to give up. Uh, I want to thank you for having patience with me when trying to work through my ignorance with the technology. Uh, to Allie, my shield sister, who always dares to argue a point with me. And she does, Charles. She argues with me. And she does it out of love. I know, I know she does. Um, but she's, she's always dared to argue a point with me, uh, even down to the finest points and details to not count me out when you could have, couldn't could understand what I was trying to do what I was trying to accomplish for trusting in me and all the things we've done together and the things we will do together in the future. Uh, I gotta throw my thanks out to Derek who got me started on this path 20 years ago for paving the way for me to open my awareness and senses up to these new possibilities to the rest of my shield brothers and sisters at the KOA to Dean and Stephen and to all my brothers and sisters over at the uh, International Fellowship of Chivalry Now. Thank you for your conversations and discussions. They do create good in this world. Never forget that. Without your help and support all of these years, none of this would be possible at all. I hope it was okay that I uh I started off with that because I just want to make sure that you guys understand how grateful I am for you for these 12 years and for the next 12, for the next 20, for the next however long uh, I'm allowed to be alive on this earth.
1: See, I'd like to toss a few in there too, because you hit a lot of, a lot of the ones that I would like to thank as well. You know, especially David for bringing me into this. Um, I remember arguing with David as to whether or not I could do a show. <laughs> I looked at him and said, David, I, I don't think I can talk for that long. And he, he goes, Charles, we've been on the phone for four hours. And I go, you have? And he goes, yeah, you're easy to get to do a show. I just got to throw a, throw a direction at you. You'll go. Obviously, Allie has been my sister forever now. People like Andy, who I don't even know if you'll hear this episode, but, you know, him, Nico, Lee, the, the host of people who have supported me in my journey on this. Not to mention my family, my wife, who actually... The Knights of Awakening part of the reason her and I are together because she got to listen to all my episodes and recordings and get an idea of who this crazy guy was she was talking to online. And I would like to think that I made a pretty good impression from the uh, result of that. But beyond just that, also the Jedi community that you know, when I joined in and met Zayden and the old Jediism way community that back website's now long gone but the people are still around and still part of the core of it welcomed me in despite the fact that I may have been a little bit more intense than I should have in the early days and a wee bit more arrogant than was uh, reasonable for for anyone taking that name everything we've done here, everything we do we do on the backs of giants because at the times that they inspire us they are giants in our lives and it's good for us to remind them of that. And theres I'm sure I've missed a couple dozen people in this. But that's also the nature of it. If we sat here and we listed them all, this would be a 15-hour show just for the introduction.
0: Well, with the two of us talking, it may end up being a 15-hour show. Who knows?
1: It could. It wouldn't be the first time.
0: No, it would not. <laughs> There are probably scores of people that that I didn't mention my name, and and please don't take that to to heart because I love you. But I thought it it proper to start this off with with giving thanks. I don't think we do that enough for each other uh, in this world, and it's something that we should get better at, all of us. Uh, Me, probably more than anybody, because I like to show how much I love people. I don't always say it. I don't always, always tell them, and that's something I have to work on. So I'm going to open this up with a quote, uh, one of my favorite quotes ever, and it came from my my training master many years ago. On the edge of your awareness is a silhouette, an intermittent echo of a spiritual and philosophical stirring taking place within you. Perhaps it has always been there, or maybe it is only recently that you've begun to notice it. But one thing is certain, you can no longer avoid or ignore it. You have heard the call, and you have felt the pull of an unknown force that has been trying to wake you from a long and deep spiritual slumber. You can no longer turn away from this force, and it moves you in the direction of personal development and philosophical betterment. Nothing happens without reason or purpose. Your search and our presence, the union of both, is not luck or chance. It is providence. Derek Thompson that, in a nutshell, is what draws the K away together. It is it is all those things to awaken that night within, to to find that inner hero. So for for over twelve years now, uh, the Knights of Awakening have been pushing the limits of exploration of the inner and outer worlds of philosophy, metaphysics, religion, magic, and much more we provided countless hours of conversation, learning, entertainment, on multiple media platforms. YouTube, web pages, uh Facebook, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere there's podcasts, anywhere where there's videos you find our stuff. Um, blog posts, forum posts, even go back. We go back far enough where we actually have full, forum posts, too, right?
1: <laughs> we got forum posts. We also... We still have uh, archived stuff on multiple video platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even have stuff that was on when we, when we hosted just our own website. Yeah. The transitions to these other broadcast media. So we have things that literally were at one point only found on our
0: website. We started out as a single radio show. This show that you're listening to right now is the show that started it the koa the knights of awakening show uh and of course over the years it has grown to encompass a much larger world perspective i like to think that we are a group of explorers uh, metaphysically spiritually mentally and that foundationally we 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 all kind of have a set of of ethical beliefs we call the nightly agreements and we'll get into that uh later And we like to say, Awaken the Night Within, because for us, it's more than a tagline. It's not just some clever little thing that we end every show with or every post with. It's an environment, and this is what you'll find here. It's an environment and a commitment to the pursuit of service, betterment, and enlightenment. So in the beginning, like I said, in the beginning, we started out as as a show. And this is a show that, that David Edge helped me come up with you know we, we give David the credit of being a co founder. Um I pitched him, my I, I pitched him this idea where came to David and I said, um, hey we need to do something different. The 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 web the uh forum boards the nights keep crashing and whatever. Let's let's, let's do something. And I and I found this uh place called Block Talk Radio and I was trying to talk David into coming on the radio with me. And I finally talked him into it we did this show called the Nice Awakening Show. And it was founded in May of 2009. Both of us uh, Jedi community members, um, we both came from the Jedi Order of Ashenites, and this this kind of pushed away from the forms. It was happening all over the place, uh, and then it happened to us. Our form was destroyed, and and we decided to kind of go elsewhere. Um, like I said, you know, you you remember back back in that day, Charles? Everybody kept the 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 old the old groups the forum boards were kind of slowly moving away from that anyway right?
1: So yeah to hit hit on that a little bit. So this was during the transition to what we call we now call social media. This era when this all started, I remember talking to Justin on Yahoo Messenger as a way of private communication. <laughs> yeah. It Doesn't even exist anymore. But it was basically like the messenger part of Facebook all of the other bells and whistles and with a few other bells and whistles of itself like it it had its own neat little tricks but it was a program you had to download and I remember him and I would talk on this and there were still uh, a number of Jedi email groups that existed there were about five to ten active forums but the problem is every forum had about what we call a half life of about two years
0: mm-hmm.
1: At around two years it would start to either die off an activity or an administrator would try to upgrade it and it would light itself on fire or there would be some kind of major catastrophe in the social dynamic and then it would shut down. And we watched this happen, you know, either software faults or personal faults coming into the fray. Or sometimes a combination of both. We've seen that happen too. And the forums dwindled down to maybe three or four, of which maybe one or two still existed. As this was happening, our community, which was a combination of Jedi and then... Alicia would term as source realists people that were kind of in support of it but weren't taking the name for whatever reason. Uh, Be it legal reasons, be it social reasons, or be it that it just didn't fit. Those people started a jumping ship towards social media. First MySpace, which we've now shown that we're ancient, many of you... We'll now be wondering what our team
0: speaks
1: No this is not the Demons and the Solomonic rumors. It was a website, believe it or not, and it existed before Facebook.
0: And everybody was connected through Tom, the great and mighty Tom. Um,
1: Tom <laughs> on his face. He was so friendly. I missed him. He never had a bad word to say. Um he didn't speak very much though either, so that maybe that was why. And then, when Facebook started becoming popular, I remember people telling me I needed to be over there so I could keep contact, and my initial response was, no. Uh, (laughs) This shows you how flexible I am, but as time went on, we started having people lose contact with each other, and they started trying to find each other in other places when the forums broke down. And it was a transition to social media. And with that transition, the structures that were in those forums that made it very easy to get into very deep conversations started to fall apart. And those of us that wanted to talk and explore these ways of thinking, like what does it mean to truly have things? What is the difference between justice and vengeance? Or complex mystical principles, like what is it truly need to have an empty mind, you know, instead of just an empty head. These types of things are not as easily discussed on social media because it literally scrolls too fast to get a real deep conversation. So, nights of Awakening became kind of the last iceberg in the ocean that people could climb on for this type of topic and it's transformed a lot since then, even from that. But giving an account of that history and those forms and that transition, what you can see is that this was more than just an effort to continue something. One, this the Knights of Awakening has been an evolutionary stepping stone that continues to move with the times and with the available media and mediums. We have been in audio, text, and video before anyone else was doing it, and we continue on in those platforms long after others have moved only to those platforms. And we'll continue to evolve. I don't know what the next media is, but I'm sure if they find a way for us to work completely in VR, we'll be sitting at a virtual table having a discussion at some point.
0: I love VR, by the way.
1: <laughs> I, I do, too, but I would hate to trying to record it as it is right now.
0: It would be, it would be hard. Um, maybe the next evolution is they just suck the the, the soul out of our... Uh, suck the information right at, right from our brain and just project it onto some kind of
1: screen no, that's or something. So, 12, of one of our mystical ones we got playing that. Not, <laughs> that's what that's, that's it says down a lot.
0: Rather than trying to Rather than trying to resurrect an old board again like like we were saying, we kind of went to this new thing and and there was there was one or two people that had um got out there and and tried to put their hand to the podcast. podcasting was harder back then than it is now now it's really easy it was it was a little more difficult back then. You actually had to have switchboards and so we we debuted first at blog talk radio Blog talk radio was kind of the the first Uh, place to help anybody, any Joe Blow do a podcast, anybody like me who has no switchboards and doesn't understand how to use any of that stuff, um, you basically called in and they did all the work for you. People could call in and stuff like that, uh, which was perfect for us and it was a good way for us to test uh, the theory and proof of concept whether we could do this or not. Whether it would work as well as a form or, or at least work good enough. So on June 12, 2009, myself and David, we uh, debuted our first show. 2009 to about 2012, we added several other shows, including uh, Dissonance, The Dark Aspects, the Ashland Nights radio show, and The Labyrinth debuted in like 2010, I think. Charles used to be a shy guy, and he was very very radio shy and he wasn't sure of himself and David brought him over and we talked to him and said, Hey, well, why don't you just try? Cause Car- Charles kept calling in like he'd call in and he'd be a part of the show and, you know, telling David, David, well, maybe we should try to get this guy on and and uh see, see if he'd like to do a show because we have all this time on blog talk radio that we're not filling up. David and I did two shows a week back then and we had, you know, five more days of the week to, uh, to fill up and you know the whole thing with with the koa was that my, my goal was to get as much as many different perspectives out there as we could because that's where we grow that's that's how people get better when they're when they're exposed to different different points of views and different uh trains of thought so so how, how was it that david was able to finally convince you to uh get on here and, and do a show all by yourself without without either one of us helping you
1: I, I kind of hit on that earlier, but we'll go into a little bit more of the details. So I was calling in, and at first, my first call-ins were, uh, I forget what they were. There was something topical that I was really interested in. I found out a show that was running. I had come over. I talked with you more than I did anyone else for a long time, Justin. You got to permanent yeah. permit mode with the rest of the community at this point. You were saying about how you were doing shows, and you were wanting people to call in. And David said, "Well, you know, if we could get people calling in, it would really be a lot easier on us. You know, our voices start to get hoarse. You were doing two-hour shows one way or the other because you had a two-hour block to fill." Uh, mm-hmm. so I said, "Well, you know what? I'll call in. These are some interesting topics. This is related to everything I want to see done. And at some point during this, David says, because it was the very mystically oriented themes and and new age practices you had going that you were interviewing." Uh, and then you're having post-interview shows where you talk about the topic itself outside of that. So this this is my area. This is stuff I already love to do and love to talk about. And David gets me in a phone call and he goes, "I really think you could do a show, and I think you'd be good at it. I think you'd enjoy it." And I go, "I don't know, man. I don't know if I could talk for two hours." And so he brings up a topic on roots, and he's like, "Well." I don't I don't know, maybe we could talk about something. He picked something else first that I couldn't talk about to make sure that he could throw me off. And then we move into this conversation, and then we start on the runes. He's like, well, if you were going to teach someone on runes, how would you go about it? By the end of about two hours, and I, I finish, I go, and that's about how I do it. And he's like, well, you know we've been talking three hours, because it's been three you and know, three or four, and I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I think you can pull off a show. So then I said, well, let's, let's do a trial run. And I get on, I, I go to do this show, and I've got what I believe will be two hours of information. <laughs> oh, was I wrong? I, I think you were the one running the switchboard, Justin. And at this point, I had talked to Justin a tremendous amount in text, but not that much in voice. 'Cause I was really shy with my voice. I knew I had a stuttering problem before this. And I knew I, I knew I have a slight speech impediment, which I still have to this day. I slur my speech just CH just a little bit, it happened. And I was super shy on that. So I had talked to Justin on the air and like maybe for all five seconds in voice before that. And I get on, I've got Justin running the switchboard. David was supposed to, but something had come up. So I went from nervous to super nervous, but I know Justin. I know Justin's going to take care of me. And I go, and I take what I think is two hours worth of a uh, episode, and I burn through it in a solid 12 minutes. <laughs> and I come, and I say, so let's take a little break. Uh, I need to refill my water, and we'll go from there. And he plays the break music, and he pulls me off the side and he goes, you okay? <laughs> and I go... No. <laughs> and we take and we have the, the world's quickest battle plan session for the labyrinth. Okay, I go and I get my water, which I needed. I I go to the restroom, which I desperately needed because I just had all the fluids that I rented scared out of me from being on the am by myself. And I come back and I say, "How much time have we got left?" because "It's a five-minute song. We still have about four minutes left." Good, good. I'm going to go to the Wikipedia and start pulling up information that I know about so that I get a format on on chakras, And I think that's what it was with chakras. And I continued the rest of the episode uh, pulling from the Wikipedia, discussing the nature of issues that I've seen from overloads and chakras. The episode made its way to an hour and 30, maybe 45 minutes. The first 15 minutes being what was planned. We gave everyone the thank you, we closed it down. Sweat was pouring off of me. Justin pulled me aside He goes, you did really good. I go, I did? He goes, yeah. <laughs> you gonna want to do another one? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna plan to be able to, to fill some more air time. That was the first Labyrinth episode.
0: The, the KOA show back in those days, focused on interviews, mostly. Um, we brought people on that could help us uh, talk about things that David and I weren't qualified to talk about. And that was always important to us, too. We didn't want to talk about things that we weren't uh, qualified to talk about. Things that um, we couldn't bring something useful to the table, so we would get people, we'd interview people enough had, you know, my favorite interviewees, and one of them has become a mentor to me. Those were the shows that Kind of got us started, and of course, when we didn't have uh, guests, Dave and I would talk about things that uh, try to expand the audience's perspective on things. So we added more shows, and these kind of take me back. We, we this is around the time where Allie joined us, uh, starting off with of Forest Realist Radio, and we hosted a show called The Circle. Uh, that was hosted by Michael Hannigan. Shatterpoints, you remember Shatterpoints? Points of Contact. That was a little. That was a little. Bit, Jordan Bates, yeah, he, he hosted a, a little mini series for us. There were some very funny and uh, scary moments during those days. It was like, look, it was like settling the West, you know. We were trying to be doing this as we went along, and uh, yeah, but uh, we did add a few of those shows, and, and that that was from about 2012 to 2014. Towards the end of 2014, we kind of had a, a shakeup at the KOA that would really. Sh- shape us and, and and change us forever wouldn't it we had four of us were left after this 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 little shakeup. we had four of us left myself charles derek and Ally. and the four of us were there to try to pick up the ball and move forward as the other hosts had moved on for one reason or the other we kind of slowed down it too i mean it, you know i'm not gonna lie it really did kind of hit us hard uh me mostly and i started to experience a uh, burnout and I know you did too for a while and it was after about that's about after six years of non-stop content creation
1: I'll tell you a lot of people look at that time period they release a lot of audio what they don't get was that I was desperately fighting after that to deal with the effect of shake out shake up and what it had done to me internally yeah. It wasn't that I suddenly had more fire. It's that I was getting. Re- I was if I could have found a hamster squeaking that I thought was worth putting on the air, poured it in and put it. More <laughs> more time because I felt like we had pushing forward. And the thing was, we we weren't ready to regroup. We weren't.
0: I think it hit us harder than we really realized. Um, me mostly because I even stopped really posting. You and Allie picked up the ball and did most of the administration and you guys posted most of the content to Facebook and to the other things we were still doing. We started this as amateurs. In a lot of ways we're still amateurs. I mean, you know, had no formal training, had nothing. We were we were just putting it all in line to see what we can come up with and and try and do some good. And I think we did that. It was just a, a painful a painful and long road to that. Um, speaking of which, you know, you guys, you guys kept us afloat until around 2016. Um, when I broke my leg in like 13 places and had eight or nine screws stuck in it, most of those are still in it right now. It left me crippled for, you know, pretty much crippled. And I couldn't do anything at that point. All I could do is sit there and feel sorry for myself. Just sit there and think about what had happened and where we were and where can we go.
1: Remember, it's time for you to move to Florida. You and I had been talking, like, so so that everyone understands, no matter what else was going on with shows, whether we were posting a lot or anything else, we were all in contact with each other. If anything, we started talking to each other more as a support network, the hosts did,
0: yeah.
1: and tried to just make sure we were there for each other, and I get this message from Justin that, that says, I'm laid up, and I'm angry.
0: I was, oh, I was... Okay. I, I have become...
1: He's angry. I thought he's angry at me for a second. I'm like, okay, what? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put on my suit of armor before we have this discussion. <laughs> and he goes, I'm angry at myself. I remember this.
0: Yeah. In fact, you know what? In honor of this conversation, I am going to re-release the uh, Road to Recovery series. I will warn you, though, it's a really raw and really... Uh, naked look at what I was feeling when I was going through it at the time, and it's it's not safe for work. It's not. I mean, there's no porn in it or anything, but there's a lot of anger, there's a lot of cussing, and there's a lot of there's a lot of just raw emotion. But I'm grateful that that happened to me because what it did was it reinvigorated my spirit. It lit a fire under me. I was in I was in a in a sort of depression for a while, and I didn't know what that meant because I don't think I've ever experienced it before for me it was a, a, a story of kind of redemption and kind of getting back to basics and getting back to where I was, um, where I needed to be. We did a relaunch again and we kind of focused more on the YouTube channels at that time. So here we are now, the four amigos, were still here. Uh, although, uh, Derek has kind of moved on from doing podcasts. Uh, we, we rope them into one every once in a while, but, uh, You know, I to be honest with you guys, I don't know if uh, if Derek will will come back and do any regular shows. He's still kind of part of the group, but we're kind of we're kind of starting over. We're kind of doing this little this little reset.
1: So the labyrinth is kind of going away, guys, and it's gonna the topics that used to be very labyrinth based are gonna be part of the main Koa because I'm tired of talking about things that I'm not interested in, that, yeah, they're mystical, but they're not nightly, or they're not coming from a nightly point of view because I'm trying to keep a truly neutral tone in the way I do. So I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah, we're still going to have mystical shows, but if I'm teaching you a meditation on how to clear your mind, it's going to be because that's useful for a night. I've hit a point where I realize I can't please everyone. So I'm going to default to pleasing me and the people who think like I do in disrespect. And that's going to be something a lot of people are going to love. A lot of people are going to hate. The reason for this, for me, I started started looking at the labyrinth itself as a burden and looking forward to KOA-type topics. And that should tell everyone who's listening to this episode, or these episodes, I should say, something about what you're going to see coming from me and my point of view. I don't get any thrill out of discussing old, dusty tones that may or may not work given the right application. I don't get a lot out of discussing techniques that I personally don't use as much, even though I'm well-versed in the method. But moreover, I get less out of those things when I'm not relating them to what I'm here to do. And this this comes, brings back to why Nights of Awakening? Why those words? Why, why does that, why is that light a fire for myself? Why does that light a fire for Justin? So much so that we had to put fire in the logo twice. We are looking to bring the fire back to the nights that listen.
0: To the people that
1: will be nights, nice, that will listen, that have yet to hear it.
0: Well, I think we're going to leave it there. Um, we, we have a long and storied history. In just 12 years, we've met a lot of people and we've changed a lot of lives. And, and my life has been changed by all of you, uh, not just Charles and Allie and uh, those who, who have talked to me the most. Each and every one of you who have ever said anything to me, whether it was in the calling into a show or hitting me up in a forum board, even back in the old Jedi days, I am inspired by each of you, and I hope that we can inspire you as well. I'll leave you guys with this. Some of you have heard me say this before, but it's something that bears repeating because it is still holds true for the nights of Awakening. We have a responsibility to ourselves and others to be as honest and open as we can be at all times. Respect for others to share their points of view regardless of whether we agree with them or not. Fairness to those seeking a place to share their views with the larger world, as long as they're not promoting hate, cruelty or other kinds of heinous acts or ideas. Whether that is blood or chosen, your family is the bond that connects our hearts to the rest. Your brother and sister to your left and right will stand beside you through thick and thin. When one of us falls, two comes to pick us back up. I want to thank you guys for joining us. This episode is probably going to be a little longer. We're going to try to keep them short and sweet. Next, we're going to continue on this exploration of what is a night of awakening. We want to set this groundwork for for years to come and until we see you again we love you very much and
1: awaken the night within